Network. All right, here we go. Hello. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of UT Network. I'm your host, Deadman. With me, as always, Grave Robert. Today, we have special guest Aaron Moore, otherwise known as A Moore, on YouTube and other social media platforms. And today's sponsor is, uh, I'm sorry, today's episode is brought to you by, I should have written this down, but, you know, when DJ emails us in the middle of the fucking night, uh, this episode is brought to you by Dark Fables Incursion. Use code Miss Me With That Copyright Bullshit for 0% off your first bundle. Get fucked and wrecked. Dark Fables that was, Incursion. Is that a real sponsor? Is that like that Raid was, Shadow Legends? But that not sounds like Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> that is violent. That, when uh, they have the money to buy a thesaurus, but not licensing. <laughs> that, di- <laughs> that discount code just makes me real happy. <laughs> what the f- where does dj find these things man i don't know anyways so this is the show uh welcome aaron and uh before we start the show we like to do a little bit of a wrap-up we talk about what media we've been consuming what we've been watching what we've been listening to playing so on and so forth this is a nerd podcast as you figured out you know what i mean i got a weird shirt on with leds in the background so uh <laughs> and my flag and and nah. Grave Robbers, fucking Federation of Planets. So uh, we we just do this little warm up, this little roundup, so we can let everybody know what you've been up to and what you've been enjoying. So what have you what have you been up to, or do you want one of us to go first so you can get more of a feel of it? Um, I mostly just reconsume the Office over and over, so I'm probably not too exciting. So you guys go first. <laughs> All right, Grave Robber. Uh, let's see. I've been rewatching Breaking Bad for the umpteenth millionth time. Yes, I know. Uh, it's kind of my default. I switch between Breaking Bad and Trailer Park Boys. Uh, but also uh, downloaded a new game called Maneater, where ah. you play as a fucking shark. And it is incredibly fun. It is a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be, based off of the description. But literally, you are just a shark that eats people and other various animals, so you can grow and mutate. It's awesome. Um, I've been watching WrestleManias. Uh, I watched WrestleMania 33 finally and i don't think i'm gonna watch anymore because that was the undertaker's last wrestlemania and ngl it was actually kind of sad yeah um, watching him get beat with a chair by uh roman reigns roman reigns and it kind of felt like i was watching the visual representation of like having to let your childhood die like it was yeah. heavy it was heavy. Uh, I got I got I got really emotional watching it. I was actually on the phone uh, with Dead Man when that was happening, and there was a time where myself and the entire crowd was completely silent. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. I we were, we were talking, and I said uh, I said uh, Roman Reigns is literally just throwing chair shots on him, and I said when the crowd isn't selling your shots, you're in trouble. Yeah. Like <laughs> as a face, as a heel, it doesn't matter. If you're doing something that's supposed to be usually like, oh my god, he's killing him. Like if you're doing that and there's literally no one responding, you're fucked. You are fucked. And this also might be why Roman's career has not, you know, regained the momentum it did when he faced him. Yeah. And then like even seeing how Roman was reacting to doing it, it kind of like was like both sides of like that internal, you know, childhood and youthful intrigue of life where the undertaker's getting beaten down but at the same time roman doesn't want to keep doing it he's telling him he's like just stay down don't get up 
just stay down. And then even after he wins, he walks away like he lost because he realizes what he just did. I'm like, that was fucking heavy. I, I think, and honestly, since The Undertaker's not going to be popping up in WrestleManias after 33, I don't think there's really a reason to watch it anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's why I haven't, I haven't so, done it in fucking, what, three, four years? Yeah, so that's that's basically what I've been up to. All right. Well, yeah. what about you, Aaron? Um, uh, <laughs> just stupid busy, honestly. I, um... In terms of media, I've just rewatched The Office over and over and over again while I'm working on other stuff. <laughs> I I used to be a giant nerd, and now I don't have time for the things I love. So I watch D&D TikTok and get sad about not playing D&D. No. But, uh, yeah, um, I'm on, like, watch 20 of The Office. <laughs> That's actually what I was doing. right before I woke up, watched The Office for 10 minutes, and then came in here to talk to you guys. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. Oh no. Yeah. Um I I watched a bunch of underground metal bands last night. That was that was really cool. I don't know if that counts as media, but Yeah, totally. it does actually. What what, what did you watch? Who did you watch? So I actually I uh I played a show last night with uh two of the bands I'm in and there were a couple other local metal bands from the area. I'm in uh Northern California for the record. Oh. Um but oh, I'm trying to remember. There was Rail Rage, which is like a thrash metal thing. And then there was this band, Crash Pilot, that sounded like a 70s rock band. But they were all like 25-year-olds. It was wild. But they were really good. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that's the most like consumption I've done lately. But that was fun. I didn't get home until like 3 in the morning. <laughs> nice. That's why my voice is a little scratchy today. Oh, this is just, that's perfectly fine, dude. Like, I planned well for this, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we don't you, plan, not on DT <laughs> Network. Ah, we're, we, we are so, so low-key, dude. We are tiny, so we don't really give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, And we're just uh, like a skosh away from being a fucking improv podcast. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, we're a cunter away. Uh, just, let's, just take that energy to the top. That's the kind of right. stuff I like listening to. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. So let's see. What have I been doing? I watched Rise of the Shield Hero season two, episodes one and two. Oh, yeah. <sighs> that, that fucking, that character, you know who I'm talking about. Fucking green eyes. I still want her to trip down a goddamn hill and hit every heavy boulder on the way down. And I want to be the one to fucking do it. I want to be the <laughs> one to just accidentally, accidentally be walking by in that anime and just. <sighs> oh, look at that. She's falling. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even heard of this show, but I really appreciate your disdain. <laughs> oh, it's Rise, a fucking great show. Rising of the Shield Hero is one of the most dark, epic, beautifully written, horrible, violent shows out there as, as far as anime goes. And the entire fucking time, you are rooting for somebody that in the world, in, in the world where this takes place, is actively seen as a villain. So yeah. you are you are rooting for him the entire fucking time. In the, 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 the when uh when everything's going on, he gets accused of shit. Then they they kind of have this legacy of like who what his part in this this world is, and the entire time you're just like, fuck <laughs> all of you, yeah, oh every one of you, fuck you. Like I'm just I'm waiting for the whole season to come though because I know I'm gonna have to binge I, that I shit. Can't, I can't. I like can't, I can't, I can't do, do this like waiting a week for the. No, <sighs> I can't do it. 
what is this? 1997? I know. Right? What the fuck is this? Uh, I barely got all my internet and and all my stuff back, so I'm going to start catching back up on media. I literally just set up my Xbox today. My computer has only been set up for a couple of days. So, uh, like I said, went through went through part of the housing crisis, and we're getting back to normal. Uh, other than that, I've been listening to a lot of music that uh, and a lot of podcasts that I didn't really think I'd be venturing into. A lot of them are fucking annoying. Like, I thought I was going to have a lot of... Well, because, you know, I'm on TikTok. And, you know, everybody on TikTok has their own goddamn podcast. And <laughs> I don't understand how some of these people pull the fucking numbers that they do like there was this one person that their their podcast has only been around for four months they have over sixty thousand downloads a month and they're not even that big on tiktok and i'm just like oh fuck they must be really good you know what i mean like they must be awesome you know i download the podcast to start listening to it and i'm just like this is fucking terrible are they just like super controversial? Like, no, because controversy that seems to be I get. the game. Yeah, controversy again, which is probably why we're so small. We don't like yeah. controversy. Like, we yeah. we'll, we'll have controversial opinions about nerd culture and everything else like that. But like, involving... yeah, like Heath Ledger was not that great of a Joker. He was, but he wasn't the best. Uh, <laughs> like takes like that. You know what I mean? Like takes like that. This, this, as far as we're going to go, we're not going to get into politics. We're not going to get into religion or current events or anything like that we're not going to do it because honestly i don't want that kind of attention not for me not for my co-hosts not for anybody that watches or listens to this Uh, i want you i want everybody that comes here to have to be prepared to i'm going to leave the world behind we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the witcher or we're going to talk about how hot henry cavill is or we're going to you know talk about how sigourney weaver could kick all three of our asses and we love it yeah, you know I mean? or, or how they're finally moving forward with the Metal Gear Solid movie after 15 fucking years. Like, <laughs> so, I want I want people to come here for that, and that's why I created the show. So but, healthy uh, escapism. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So when I'm listening to this fucking podcast, though, 60,000 a month, 60,000 downloads a month, and they're just, it is the most insipid brain-dead talk I could I could imagine. And I'm just like, people listen to this. A lot of people listen to this. No, no, I'm not joking. They spent 40 minutes talking about their fucking Starbucks cup. What the fuck? What was what? wrong with it is what I want to know. Was it no, red or something? No. no. Like I said, like I said, right? Because that would be part of the controversy, right? The whole the whole Brian Fierstein thing. Like you would be like, okay, cool. That's a controversial thing. You know what I mean? No. No, they were like, I don't know. I don't know about this cup. And I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they changed designs. And, 40 minutes of it, 40 minutes of it. And I'm just listening going, this gets 60,000 a month. This gets 60,000 a month. They probably oh. hopped into those like Chinese live podcasts or TikToks mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, can you gift us Galaxy? We will give you 10,000 followers. Stop. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it's they say. Up. If you is give us with a $100 TikTok gift, we'll give you 100,000 <laughs> followers. Like that's how they do it. Are there like bot followers for podcasts? I know um, it's really bad in music. That is true. Yeah, there there are for podcasts, but the thing is, is we use like a site that kind of keeps us honest, so mm-hmm. we really can't. Like, even if I wanted to, like, even if I wanted to, just one one month boost our boost our egos and get us a thousand <laughs> a thousand downloads a week, I could I could do it. But the program and the app that we use 
mm-hmm. wouldn't allow it. They'd be like, oh, this is bot shit. So congratulations, yeah, you're back to your 15. Fuck. No, not, <laughs> not for you guys, but like maybe they're doing something like that. I don't know. I don't Juicing know. in their numbers somehow. Could be. I don't know. It could be. Uh, Mike says Heger's, Ledger's not even in the top 20 jokers. Has there been 20 jokers? Not in live action. I mean, print and movie, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But still yeah, I don't know because like I tried I t- okay I'm not I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie I went to one of those weird Chinese live TikToks <laughs> and they were like oh hello and I'm like uh did they talk okay. about the Joker no <laughs> they, but no she was like oh could you send me a gift and so I sent I can't remember what it was it was something that was like I think it was like sunglasses or a hat or whatever and then she goes okay I'm gonna do this she goes to my recent video and then she goes click 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 now look at your video and it went from having like 16 plays to having 1100 plays i'm like how does this even happen though mm-hmm. and it stayed on my page at 1100 plays and i'm like it's literally me staring at my phone in my bed because it says what do you look like now you know <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like what what is this and then i was <laughs> like i'm not going to keep doing that i feel dirty now <laughs> and plus they're plays they're right, not yeah. likes they're not followers yeah. they're just plays i'm like plays, yeah so if they can manipulate the program on plays i'm sure they can manipulate it on other things too though i guess i didn't Girl. like it I, I i just i just didn't i just didn't understand how like you and you and i and dj and you and i are or, or me dj and previously mustard who are all industry professionals you know what i mean like none, none of our takes are are like well, as a consumer, no, it's like, well, as somebody who's fucking worked in this field, you know, like right. we're, we're, we've all had that expertise and we're just, we're, we're hovering at like 25, 35 downloads and 200 streams total. I'm like, hey, that's whatever. not nothing. It's not nothing. Yeah. But yeah. Numbers wise, I'd say we probably have better quality fan base, even yeah, though they have a better Mike. quantity fan base. I mean, yeah. yeah Mike's Mike. going off. Dude's on the video before it even hit before it even hits live. Yeah, like that. <laughs> we love that Mike. is he's our best fan. Like and so, and Carmen and Carmen because and Carmen. You, you found they're, out they're a, a package deal. He's a bot. Oh, no. like yeah, no, whether or not, not Mike likes it, they're a package deal. No, Mike, Mike you're not a bot. <laughs> I, his name is Mike Smith. Are you sure he's real? I'm I'm fairly certain he's real, but he also lives in the Midwest, so that might explain his name. What does uh, it really mean to be real? Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Anyways. Did you take shrooms before this podcast? What's going on? <laughs> no, my allergies are just really fucking with me. That's why my eyes are like, looks like I'm stoned. I wish I was stoned right now. So, but, uh, I don't know. Like, without without DJ here, I don't really feel really compelled to use the articles. You want to get, you guys want to just have a free form show and talk about music? Sure. I'm down. Hell yeah. All right, then. Let's Music is it. the one thing that I still get to nerd out on. So let's I'm do prepared. it. <laughs> Whoa. That's the beginning of the show. I know it's I know it's shocking. But anyways. It was aggressive. Isn't it isn't <laughs> it fun though? Don't don't do it. I want to do it. I want to do don't it. Don't do it, you bitch. What no one's gonna it? know. <laughs> you whore. Anyways. <laughs> Hey, it's because you had me run a show last week. Now I figured out where all the buttons are. Yeah, too bad you <laughs> couldn't figure out the fucking format. But anyway, that's right. Really quick, before we move on, can I do a low-key hyperfixate? Because we were talking yeah. about Joker earlier. Yeah, dude. yeah. Um, I just I had this thought. 
a while ago, and I got to share it with you guys because I want to know what you think. I want to see Willem Dafoe play the Joker so bad. He would be such a good Arkham Joker. But God, they just, just won't let face. him do it. They literally uh, won't let him. Can we just um? Can we get him in Joker makeup, and then can we have like Mark Hamill ADR the voice? Oh yeah, Not like that's what I, I need in my life. I really do think I really do think that if we have him do it, we should let him go full ten yards and do it, as he's got that voice, and that voice Whoa. of his just kind of grates a little bit. He could so do it, you, huh? He could do it for sure. Yeah. So if you if you add just some laughter to it, <laughs> ah, Batman, you know you come to Arkham and you really think you're gonna do something, but you're not, honey. You know what I mean? Like he has yeah. it. And if you if we get the right script in his hands, I, I'm pretty sure, like 99 percent sure, he'll pull it off well. Yeah. I just needed to know I wasn't crazy because I no no crazy guy's face and I'm just like. He has the Joker smile without the makeup. It's insane yeah. to me. The man who laughs type shit. But yeah, I, yeah. I think I think I think what would be the issue would be like what Batman to pair him with. That would Ooh. be the that's the issue. Honestly, I think Affleck would be a good uh, Arkham Batman mm. to go He's with got the, the Arkham build. Joker. Yeah, fucking Batfleck. Yeah, because yeah. no, because the Arkham video games Batman, it's like he just gets fucking bigger and bigger and bigger. You know. Yeah. I'm not gonna well, lie. I I didn't hate Mattinson as Batman. I thought he did extremely well for what the material was supposed to be, and I think the yeah. movie in itself sold itself rather well. I I, I think. I, go ahead. Oh, I do. I am curious to see what it would be like um, if they revisit it with him, but in a few more years in the Batman's journey, where he's like fully Batman and not like trying to figure shit out. Because right now it seems like he's kind of like half-assing it. Well, this is year two Batman. Was like yeah. Pattinson was year two Batman. We literally saw the Joker. Uh, we literally saw what what he was supposed to be, and that was. And as everybody knows, year one Batman, his very first, the first thing that made him the Bat was taking down the Joker. So yeah, yeah, having that have having that have that impact, right? And having Pattinson be year two Joker, oh, I'm sorry, year two Batman and going into this, I think would be really interesting. But for Defoe, I have to agree with, with Grave Robber and say that I think Batfleck would be the, the best one because, well, one, because of the physicality, two, because in the Arkham games, him and Bat fight. And Willem Defoe at 60 years old, or how old is he? Is he like 57 or something? Old computer. <laughs> How old is Willem Dafoe? Why don't we wait for the answer? 66. 66. So even at 66, he's throwing around Tom Holland. He's throwing around everybody in that fucking movie at 66 years old. So I think if we were to give him the Joker and put Batflip up against him, the two, the physicality of the two would be fucking insane. Yeah, for sure. That would be uh, see, okay, with, okay, speaking of Batflip, though, right? His whole idea was to be an older, more tired Batman. Yes. And they did not go the route I was hoping they were going to go with that. What now? Because when you when I think of an older, tired Batman, I think of Batman Beyond. Mm -mm. Because Bruce is chilling in the Batcave giving homeboy advice <laughs> through a fucking intercom on what to do. Why Hold have on. they not started Batman Beyond? Hold on. 
Ah. I would love to watch a live action Batman Beyond. That would be great. Right? With the suit, just the black and yeah. red. With the, oh, it'd be so cool. And plus, I want to see who they pick to play Ink. <clears throat> Ooh. <laughs> That's that, that character now my is the reason going. I. Yeah, that character is the reason I have a crush on goth girls. Like, <laughs> I almost want it to be like in like some edgy singer from a rock band, kind of right. like when they did Jared Leto as the Joker, but someone that I like. <laughs> yeah, like maybe uh, the chick from Halo scene or something, you know? Yeah. Ooh. I I think that they went right because they also went really heavily off of the dark, uh, the Dark Knight Returns from Frank Miller. And in I have the comic, and that's what I was looking for. Uh, I have the comic, and that's what I was looking for. But he is old and grizzled and mean. In in the Frank Miller comics, he's just mean. He's just like, mm, fuck you. <laughs> and uh, I th- I think them basing him off of like that that era, uh, is really is really well done. What, what character were you guys talking about? Ink, I N Q U E, from Batman Beyond. Oh, I wasn't too much of a fan of that. So, well, just because you didn't like it doesn't mean it wasn't great, though. Like... I've never said it was great. I just, <laughs> I never said it wasn't great. I'm just like, I, I wasn't a fan of the show. Like for me, well, you were was... a little bit older than yeah. me and A A Ron when that came out, so. Let me see here. So we were like nine, ten, something like that. This is the perfect time for us to see Batman Beyond. Something like that. Yeah. (laughs) Let me look that up. When did Batman Beyond start? I'm trying to find like a good picture of Bruce Wayne in The Dark Knight Returns. Uh anyways. So I like I I think I think there is I think there's yeah. a lot of like uh it started January 10th 1999. So yeah, we were like 10 12. 11. Yeah. I was already getting ready uh, to 11. Yeah, 11. I was already All getting right. ready to do a graduate high school. So here's my proposal. Um let's have The Rock play Bruce Wayne and no. every superhero. Because he's no. built, he's built like they're drawn. <laughs> no, 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 have... no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not serious, but it. Every time I look at him, I'm just like, you look like a comic book character. It's why he does though. He's the only person. Oh, the Willem Dafoe thing. So. Yeah, I just saw that. Twenty-five <laughs> and ninety-nine. I was eighteen. So, yeah. What's going on, Bruce? I don't know what this is about. It's about drive. It's about power. We stay Uh, hungry. Why did you ask? (laughs) Why did you ask? (laughs) So getting getting back to it, um, Aaron, what started you in music, man? Like, like where 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 did you begin? Where did you come from? Cotton Um, Joe. Middle school (laughs) band class is how I got started. Um, I played flute in sixth grade. Yeah, Jess uh, Rotel. Yeah, uh, sixth, seventh, <laughs> and eighth grade, actually. And um, somewhere around seventh grade, some of my friends wanted to start a band, and they didn't know if they wanted to be Blink-182 or Slipknot. It was very fun. But uh, they uh, they both played guitar. 
they both played guitar. Um, they had a drummer. They were looking for a bass player. And they're like, well, Aaron plays flute. He could probably figure out the four-string thick guitar. And <laughs> four-string thick guitar. To this day, I will never understand their logic, but they were right. <laughs> um, I worked for my dad that summer, saved up, bought a bass, and got pretty good at it. And then um, my dad, helping me buy my bass, learned how cheap like starter guitars were so he got one yeah. too um and naturally i started playing around on his guitar and then he bought me a guitar in high school and i've been playing guitar ever since hmm. but yeah band class and friends who apparently think bass guitar and flute are similar is the short answer <laughs> what is uh what, what is that that's that uh Oh, South Park, South Park. Where it's like, God damn it, just play a bass, just play a bass line. It's like, I'm tired of your stereotypes. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm not so, even uh, like ethnically inclined for music. I don't even know. Does the hair gel help or hinder the playing? It always helps, Mike. It always helps. There, there is no hair gel in here. This is just how I woke up today. I woke <laughs> up like this. I wish I was kidding. What's, not gonna lie, same here. I, I literally woke up and then I put on a shirt for the show. I, I <laughs> like, <a> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I took a shower. Changed. I was I was trying to go get a I was trying to go buy a really cool knife, but then I forgot today was a holiday and they're not open. So I was I was upset. So instead oh, I bought, I bought today's Easter, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So instead I bought fucking more Hawaiian shirts that apparently is my gimmick yes. on this show. <laughs> Uh, I woke up and changed my shirt. I'm still wearing pajamas, but you know you can only see. Dude, so am I. Exactly. Uh, Grave robbers not even watching. Grave robbers not even wearing pants, so don't even worry about uh, it. No, I'm Perfect. actually wearing fucking lime green Reebok athletic shorts right now. That's the collared sick. shirt. I've got a. <laughs> dra- I don't know if you guys are familiar with the band Dragged Under, but I have a pair of basketball shorts with their logo on it. <laughs> No, that sounds familiar. cool though. So where where did you go from there? Like what was what was your first band? What was it what did it sound like? So the first band was uh those friends. Um we were called Menace to Society. Everything spelled wrong because we were edgy. Yeah. <laughs> um MTS for short and the band had a very big identity crisis. Um is that one of the guitarists was obsessed with Slipknot, the other one only listened to Blink-182 and Sum 41. And they argued a lot while I sat in the <laughs> cow- corner trying to figure out how to play my bass guitar. What are you guys my... talking about? <laughs> uh, what? Huh? A G what? I'm third fret. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my first yeah. band to actually do anything was uh, in high school, uh, junior year. We were called the Black Aria, and it was... Um, like a metalcore band kind of as I lay dying esque, you know, cause that's what was big then. This was probably 2004. Um, um, and yeah, we played a lot of gigs and then broke up right after high school. <laughs> Woo! Dude, you guys hey, did whatever. better than my band did. <laughs> wow. on. Now I'm Fucking on uh... like, I've been in like, I don't know, 10 bands now. It's ridiculous. That's okay. Fucking yeah, Aaron's just in the corner over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i got it i got it i got a, I got a soundboard yeah i know <laughs> fantastic uh anyways uh so uh what what was uh 
because we like i was i've been in several bands and a, a couple of them have been successful went on tour with one uh but oh uh yeah it sucked <laughs> <laughs> we were all stuck in a we were all stuck in a in a in a in a fucking gte work van with nothing in the back except all our gear and then us and then one of us driving and then one of us in the passenger seat so we were just asleep on each on each other and the gear and so <laughs> that's how we did it though right like so Cozy. whatever <laughs> yeah right uh so one of us farted like there was no one there was nowhere to roll windows down so it's just like oh god oh no <laughs> you son of a bitch <laughs> who was it who was you do it? what you have to do that's just how it works the next thing you know, your guys' new song comes out. This one's called Breathing Poison. <laughs> uh, we actually did have one called Poison uh, or Poison Me. That was, a, that was the name of it. Uh, but uh, so like I've, I've been in several bands, but uh, it, it was a I forget where the fuck I was going with this. <laughs> this happens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What the, where, the, where, the, where the fuck did I start? I've been in remember. several bands and then okay, got to somebody bands. farted. Yeah, somebody <laughs> farted. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember where the fuck I was going with. Either way, I, uh, I had mentioned that I'm on like band 10 or 11. Oh, right. Okay. Me. So, like, I had been in a couple of bands, a couple of them weren't successful, but I, we, we didn't have that. We didn't have an identity crisis. We had more of a, of a, like the reverse of an identity crisis. Like, we know exactly who the fuck we are. We know exactly what the fuck we're doing. We didn't. <laughs> so we had a song called tribal that sounded like you know late 90s fucking uh god smack then we had a song called poison me that sounded like kiss meets him you know what i mean kiss, so this is just boomer juggalos man yeah <laughs> that's all it is but it was like it was like but it was like partly him you know what i mean like 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 that really open like bassy guitar riff and then like our singer so like it's it's cool that you guys can at least say that you know oh I had an we had an identity crisis we didn't know where to go like trying to write music for a band that knows who they are is three it's just as frustrating as not knowing who the fuck you are yeah shit Ugh. our band was called Sustenance right <laughs> so it was my freshman year of high school and it was me Max and Needle Needle was sixteen. Me and Max were 13. We couldn't find a drummer, right? So all we literally had was yes, Needle Mike. was vocals. He couldn't play any instruments. And then me and Max were just guitars. And we couldn't find a drummer, but we booked a show. And then we found a drummer who was 26 years old. And we played our show. We were the last one on the roster at this little hole-in-the-wall bar. Um but it worked out because people were drunk and they loved us. We did two we did two full songs, which was Bodies by Drowning Pool and I'm the One by Static X. And Ooh. they wanted us to keep playing. So we ended up playing like a 45-minute set of us just playing whatever parts of any songs we knew. I love it. <laughs> but after the the third like jazz. improv song, yeah, after the third jazz, basically, the drummer literally just stopped, got up went to the bar, got a beer, and started hitting on chicks. So then it was just two 13-year-old guitarists and a 16-year-old singer who looks like he's never seen the sun. But we we all took home like almost 80 bucks each from that night after they paid out. It was it was incredible. And that was the only show we ever did. We just we didn't I don't know when we broke up. We just all quit talking to each other after that show. Aww. 
Yeah. That's bad. <laughs> Mike but says, it was, it was uh, fun. Boomer Juggalos, I'm going to report you to the board. Mike, I will fight the entire board <laughs> one-handed. <laughs> Bring it on. Because I, I love oh. Kiss, so you can't get... I'm going to report you to the board. That's such a boomer line. <laughs> I'm on the board. You need to let me in. No, if you're on what the board, board then you know this? the rules. <laughs> that was Who like such a pain in the what ass. What are they House security. People didn't want to wait for me to yeah. check in the truck that won't fit through the guest gate. Oh, I'm on the yeah. board. You need to let me in. Well, if you're on the board, you know the rules. I got to get this truck in first so I can clear the lane. Yeah. I'm on the board. Well, then wait. Yeah, one time, you can bring it up time, in the next fucking meeting. Yeah, one time, that one lady actually was on the board, and then the the president of the board came by and was like, "Hey, what happened earlier today?" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and uh, yeah, the one lady was actually on the board, and I told him, "I was like, well, it's ridiculous that she doesn't understand the procedure. Then, if she's actually on the board, right? I know the owner. Well, you should text them. Yeah, <laughs> I know so, the owner. Sounds like a you problem. So I mean, like, so let's let's yeah, let's go sucks. let's. I had I had a couple of I had a couple of bands. Uh, the, the names were terrible. I had Drop Note and I had uh, what the hell was it called? Uh, oh my god, I can't remember the other one. It, it can't so be worse terrible. than the bands that we played after that one night. Yeah, I remember two of them. One of them was called Push Mower, <laughs> and they All were right. like Southern Rock esque. Oh my god, and I then, thought you were gonna say they were like mariachi. <laughs> no, and then no, they were all white guys, they were all fat white guys. Um, and then the other one that would have made mariachi better. <laughs> the other one was like wishing that they were Pantera, but they weren't. Oh and they no. were called they were called Schmegma. Oh no, <laughs> that's canceled. No, get that out of here. No, don't like I, it. So I your band name can't approve. be that bad. <laughs> uh, oh, I was it was drop known in triple threat, and I headlined triple threat. Uh, we were a Stevie Ray Vaughan review, and that's what I did. But uh, yeah, so what what is what is what are some of the horrible band names you had, Aaron? Because I'm curious now. Yeah, um, we know. Ooh, all right, let me think. I, I There's a lot of history to remember. Um, yeah. Let's see, Menace to Society, uh, the first band. That's probably the worst. Yeah. Um it was spelled M E N I S S T W O and then I think society was spelled right because we weren't clever. <laughs> <laughs> Band after that was called Riddler. The after the Batman character, of course. Um and then the Black Aria, Edomineo, Elysium, Battle for Kira, Phaneron. So after that, the names got okay. <laughs> That's not bad. Yeah. And currently, I'm in three bands, not including the solo project. And those are Lost in Code, Dead Love, and Strychnine. Strychnine is spelled wrong, though. It's YK so it and then the number nine. It's actually my dad's band. And I've oh, no shit. Them. Okay. Yeah. My dad and I have been in two bands together. That's cool. That's really cool. I don't sleep. I don't even talk to my dad. (laughs) Like shit. (laughs) Fucking there's got bands with his dad. I don't even fucking talk to mine. Holy fuck. (laughs) I'm I'm very lucky. My parents are pretty rad. (laughs) Yeah. Grave Robert had to fight his dad last week. I mean, it's a whole thing. Did I? Yeah, well. Was it like a Highlander thing? No, my dad's cool. My mom. I know your dad's cool. I know your dad's cool. I just fucking with you. (laughs) So um 
So we we always we always have to do we always have to do the stories. What's your best gig? What's your worst gig? Grave Roberts seriously just told his best and only gig. Yep. So uh, I'll 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 go first for for best gig. Uh, best gig I ever played was one of with a with a friend of mine's uh, with a friend of mine's band called Black Ice Down, and uh, they were I don't know how to put them, dude. They looked like him if they were trans. There were all straight white guys. They were all very skinny and tall. And my friend's brother, uh, my friend Johnson's brother, ran the band. His name was Robert. And we played with them. And when they came on, <laughs> I've seen porn with two dads. Probably really different, though. I mean, different strokes. <laughs> <laughs> so we we ended up playing. We ended up playing this really, like, really good set, right? Like, we 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 like uh we we got told well this this bar likes covers so if you have any covers make sure to do it and i was really good at, at doing jonathan davis so we did a couple of corn songs we did a nirvana song we did like a couple of our own songs but johnson's johnson's brother's band there uh black ice down was there and they were like they were like hey we want we want dead men we want dead men up here real quick and what they used to do is they used to install a stripper pole next to the microphone stand so that way johnson's brother who was who was bisexual could do stripper moves while like they were playing or whatever else like that so little did i know i'm like whatever cool i'm drunk fuck it <laughs> i go up on the stage and i start singing with them and little do i know fucking johnson's brother robert is just doing stripper moves and He's grinding on me, and the whole time I'm having a fucking blast. Everybody's loving it. We get paid out like two hundred dollars, like each band member, and it was just great. But at the end of the at the end of the night, the only hiccup to this was that John's my friend walks up to me and he goes, "I don't I don't know how to tell you this, but Robert has like the biggest crush on you now." <laughs> and I was like, "I don't know how to take that either." So. I'm gonna continue to get drunk. So. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> so, what, what was what was your best what was your best gig, Aaron? Come on. Oh, let's see. Um, okay, actually, um, so we used to have this place here um, called the Rebecca's Lodge. It was just a little like hall from like a local community organization that you could rent out. Mm -hmm. And uh, my dad and I had worked out a deal with them where like they would let us do shows there and we didn't have to pay for it they would just uh we would do five dollars at the door they took like the first however much and then we got to pay out the bands but uh there was one night we did a battle of the bands and this place was only supposed to hold like maybe 200 people without right. music equipment and we had like 250 in there nice. with and there was no stage the bands like played on the floor but like yeah, it was that was just packed like elbow to elbow. Um, the singer of my band at the time like spit fake blood on the crowd. There were, we had a wall of death, like a crazy mosh pit. It was just at one point one of uh you know those weird like foam inserts that go in the ceilings in like yeah. buildings like that. One of those fell out like from people jumping and then the mosh pit just like picked it up and started hitting each other with it like oh my god WWE match it was That's it awesome. was bad i um had to go there the next day with my dad with a um a rug cleaner and like clean up the blood and stuff like it was a mess that's, afterwards. That's a but, good show. <laughs> but the show was fucking sick. And the each band made like 200 bucks that night. It was crazy. 
That's nuts. That is nuts. All right, so now we got to say, what's what's the we got to go about the worst gig? <laughs> and uh, I can easily say the worst gig I ever played was when I did not know my guitar was not grounded. Ooh! And I started walking up the stairs, and they had a metal pipe as a stair railing, and it's only three stairs to the stage. But you know, it's like that you know safety thing. You know what I mean? So I got my guitar on this side. I grip it, and all you all you hear over the PA is. <laughs> Oh. And I just go, mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, total system shutdown. Yo, dude, like, yeah, it didn't, I, I wasn't as luckily. I'm, I wasn't as big as I am now. Like back then, back then I was still like five nine, 140 pounds. You know what I mean? So I was like, <laughs> and there were like Eric, my drummer, was was picking me up, and Eric was like my size now. He's trying to pick me up. He's like, he's like, damn man. <laughs> They killed him. <laughs> I'm not dead. I'm just electrocuted. Ow. I, just, I just need a minute. Just let me sit. So like, oh. the, the so the club the the venue guy comes over. And he's like, "What did you do to my PA? Oh, what did your PA do to me? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking what?" Uh, oh. so, I'm, I'm still trying to get up but it's like literally an arc right it's an arc and, and, it, and it, all it does is travel right here Oof. like that's that's where the arc travels you like just need to think through your body when you arc you like that literally became a fuse yeah yeah <laughs> so it doesn't matter like if it was only for a split second whatever but your body is not going to recover anytime soon it yeah, takes like no, even ooh. like and even at like 20 21 years old it takes days for you to come back from that shit so yeah, fucking. Well, there's the show, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, we had played like the first half of our set, and like I'm just sitting here, like on on the floor, just sweating. And everybody's like, Should, "Do we call an ambulance? Do we call an ambulance?" I'm like, "Don't call an ambulance. My mom doesn't know I'm here." <laughs> <laughs> oh, my mom thinks I'm at my friend's house. <laughs> Did you finish? So did you finish the gig? That's the that's the real no, question. No, no. Oh. Like like literally like everything got fucked. Like everything got fucked at that point, right? So like I, I'm I'm sitting over here sweating, trying to stay conscious. My my singer, he's over here fucking with the club owner because I just got electrocuted. Eric, the, my my drummer, who's like six foot three, six foot four, and like five four hundred pounds, he's just holding me up, trying to pick me up. Like, oh god, don't die! I don't know what to tell your mom. <laughs> I'm just Ooh. flopping around, right? So like every and then like uh Richard Richard and Umpa, like the, the keyboardist and the and the bassist are just like fucking with everybody, like like trying to get paid out because literally they almost killed me. And so it just devolves into a bar fight. And at the end of the night, I lose a guitar. Like one of our mics gets broken, like the part of the stage gets destroyed, and we're kicked out. And it's it's just it's just nuts, like by the end of the night, and I'm still literally fried from electricity just sitting there going like guys please don't <laughs> that's all the energy i got <laughs> someone just drive me home and put me in yeah i just want to go home guys i just i am I'm not <laughs> feeling well i just want to go home and like fucking eric's just picking me up oh god he's dead i'm like i'm not dead bitch quit shaking me <laughs> <laughs> Man, tragedy. So, you could have got superpowers from that, but instead it just I was hoping. 
Yeah, I was hoping yeah. instead I just got bruises and a bad hangover, even though I didn't even drink. So uh, what was what was yours? What's your worst gig? All right. So for, first, real quick, just related oh, to that. I love now, when it starts all right. So <laughs> <laughs> no, no, real quick, not my worst gig, but once I played in a pizza shop, um, oh. which was just a weird day, but a uh, similar problem, terrible electrical. And mm. I was doing backup vocals in that band while playing guitar. And every time my lip touched the microphone, I got shocked. So just oh. like 90 seconds. I didn't know ahead of time. My lips didn't touch during sound check. So like 90 seconds into our first song, you just hear, duh, 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 uh, fuck, ow. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a little spark. It's a little. Yeah, you're just like, <laughs> yeah it was. Uh, it's really hard to uh, not touch the microphone. I found out. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I do karaoke at like hole in the wall bars and shit still and yeah. you don't want to get close to that microphone yeah no because it, yeah. it it stinks <laughs> i like swallow my microphone when performing and i'm like right up on it but i i've seen i've seen you saying like in a couple of your videos and yeah you you uh you do have that weird proximity to it that, that yeah. me as an old schooler i'm just like one fist doing? that's all you need just yeah, yeah. It's the metal thing. I can't can't help it. I'm a metal singer. Like I can. That's why I have the uh, this guy. So I don't I don't cup it in the studio. <laughs> I just don't touch uh, it. Yeah, same Mike. Yeah, I got that one, and then I got for voiceover. I got the uh, this one. Ooh, pretty. Very pretty. Very expensive. Please don't fall. <laughs> I don't know. When I do metal, I still don't touch the microphone in my mouth. Yeah. Well, because uh, well, because Aaron, Aaron like okay, I'll get so close like, though. Like I'll hold the mic really high, but not cupping it, and then I'll just yeah. put like my thumb. Oh, on my whoever, mouth. Yeah. Whoever cups a mic, I want to just, I want to find something that doesn't like hurt a lot, but it shocks you, and just right into the kneecap. So, honestly, I need <laughs> that because when I do vocals live with like an SM58, like I yeah. tell myself the whole day, like don't cup it, don't cup the mic. And then two songs in, it's just like wrapped around in my fist. And like, so what you're saying is you're encouraging people to show up to your live shows and shoot you in the neck with rubber bands every time you cup the mic. <laughs> yeah, or like a cattle prod <laughs> with a really low like vocal. no no i don't want it to hurt i just wanted to shock you i just wanted like if I, if I hit you in the if i hit you in the knee with like an empty <laughs> beer bottle but like not hard you know what i mean i wouldn't like whip that bitch at you if i was just like pink you wouldn't you wouldn't be hurt you'd be like you'd be like mother now <laughs> you know when you touch a nine volt to your tongue yeah like, i just yeah. that level of shock but like on my hand i just need someone to do that at like two gigs and a, then P, I'll a pa with a fucking button go ahead do it again those those little flat rubber bands would be perfect just yeah that would do, yeah Got just, just enough to stop me because i know i know cupping the mic is bad i just can't help it I I I don't know. Like I said, because I I guess I'm an old schooler because I grew up, I grew up with 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 Jonathan Davis. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I like in like uh, uh, stained, and so like really early early screamers. You know what I mean? Uh, can we leave off the row phone from the microphone? We are talking about mic replacement. Kind mic of like. placement. Get it? Oh, his name's Mike. Uh, We're just talking about putting mic and mics in our mouths. <laughs> <laughs> Not so, me. Uh, I just tease. I just tease. Like I'm gonna, but I don't. Tip. Yeah. 
Like you'll feel the so, breath, but that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like uh, when, when like Jonathan Davis, right? Like so when he screams, he doesn't do the new school fry. His mm. comes all from the back of the throat. Like so, yeah. I, and I know that's terrible. I know frying became a thing for a reason because you got motherfuckers like me who cough up blood at the end of a fucking gig. It's, oh, please, Mike, we like it too. Uh, <laughs> at the yeah, end of a gig, who cough up blood? You know, because you're like, oh, it's a good show. Yeah, yeah. or you get Love like Corey guys. Taylor, whose voice changes while he progresses through the tour. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, he, he starts off like he starts off like this. Then by the end of the door, he's like this. <laughs> he's yeah. like a drill sergeant. <laughs> so like so like I, I guess for me like for me the, the the magic the magic like way to not cup it is just one finger on one finger mm. underneath and that's how I, that's how i control the mic yeah if i do two fingers if i do two fingers it's too much so i do one finger on over 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 the body or i do two or i do one finger over the body and then i just yeah i see you like thumb. you hold it like a yeah, cigarette like, like a touch your thumb like right there yeah yeah, yeah. so that yeah, way over so there that way like Gotta tell Mary. I'm like, all right. Well, because that's just it, right? So, that's like, that's the kind of screaming. Because <laughs> that's the kind of screaming I can do, right? Yeah. So, if if I if I'm on the microphone when I do that kind of screaming, it's 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 gonna overload. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Should should I show? Should I do it? Fuck it. I'm, absolutely. All right. So it's so when when you do that kind of screaming, uh, with like fry, for instance, you know, with fry, you can get up on it. <clears throat> And get that really deep vocal, whatever. And I'm not I'm doing it shittily because yeah. I'm trying to prepare for the next part. And <laughs> the next part's the hard one. The next one is all up here, literally, mm-hmm. literally right in the back of the throat. Is gonna tell him Mary about Uncle John. You know, <laughs> you yeah. say he got a misery, but he has a lot of fun. Oh baby. And so that is it's a high note. It's a high yeah. note. Woo, baby! Not that one, not that one. one. The fucking fun yeah, baby. Yeah. That one. <laughs> so that's that's the kind of screaming I do, and so all of that is right here and like right at the, right at the top of the throat. So if I were to do that anywhere near the microphone, it would just it, <laughs> then it just it's terrible. You know what I mean? It sound like the speaker's blown. Yeah. So. I guess because I'm old school, you know what I mean? Like even like with Jonathan Davis, you know what I mean? Like with his style of screaming or like the, you know, the, 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 the vocal patterns that he uses, it still requires some distance yeah. because all of it yeah. comes with pushing air versus frying. And Aaron, Aaron, could you, would you mind giving us a bit of a fry so they can hear how it's professionally done? <laughs> um okay uh, let me try i we're not putting you on the spot or anything no it's okay if you, if you don't want to it's okay <laughs> no, no i just i i may need a second i uh oh yeah take your time i couldn't man. hear myself super well at the show last night so i was pushing way harder than i should have and i was definitely abusing my throat at the show giggity um yeah okay <laughs> let's see um mm, those are like good videos okay like... all right here we go oh that's that's my best fry. Yeah. So you see, like as you can tell with his mic, he can have it right up on his mouth. Yeah. It's only it still slightly. Good. It's only slightly louder than my speaking voice. Mm-hmm. My fry scream. Mm-hmm. So like that's I can't do I can't do that very well. Yeah. <laughs> I have to go. I have to go old school with like Slipknot shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like Grave Robber. Grave Robber actually does a. Who do you do really well that does a? Like that heavy vocals. We were talking about it the other day. Which one? 
I don't think it was Slipknot. You said you said something. You you were singing something else, and I was like, "Oh, oh Billy shit. Idol." Yeah. That was- <laughs> yeah, that Come was on. that was pretty fun. Oh, you now I'm on the spot. Uh, you're on. We we all Aaron and Deadman did it. It was a uh, white wedding, I think it was, or Rebel Yell, I think it was. Rebel hey, Mike, Yell. It was Rebel Yell. Mike, was it Rebel yeah. Yell or White Wedding? Actually, it was the mashup. Remember, because I couldn't remember which version. <laughs> <Mike laughs> <was laughs> <the difference. laughs> Rebel Wedding. Yeah, it was, the wedding, rebel, it, was, it, it was the white yell, you know. <laughs> that sounds problematic. Oh, fuck. oh right. no! Um, it works see, I was in like Florida. Pumped up energetically on Friday. <laughs> Florida. Right? Um, but yeah, where yeah, was rebel like, yell. Mike says rebel yeah. yell. Yeah, okay. where it was like in the midnight hour. Oh, see, I wasn't ready, dude. She cried more, more, more. I don't know. It wasn't as good as it was on Friday. Go back to the Friday show and watch it. Because also after the Friday show, I spent like 20 minutes uh, like screaming along with My Chemical Romance. And according to my my watch, I burned 123 calories in 17 minutes. uh, Nice. Screaming My Chemical Romance in my living room, jumping around. As you should. But yeah, like when I do it, I don't know. It's some weird, like I do it from here, but also from the top of my throat. Yeah, but then then from the top of my throat, but my all the blood yell. gets stuck in my forehead when I do it. Yeah. So I don't know what's happening. I'm probably doing something wrong. Not really. As long as it sounds good, you're doing it fine. As <laughs> long as it doesn't night, hurt like like me, like you're fine. No, I'll do it until my voice literally cracks and then doesn't I can't do the scream anymore. Like that's what happens. Yeah. That's uh, that's how I learned to do metal vocals. I was like trying to copy yeah. Corpse Grinder from Cannibal Corpse and I oh, just God. a week coughing up blood. <laughs> It yeah. kind of sounded like a fake burp. I was like, ur, 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 ur. that's not good. <laughs> oh, we got a song to show you. We got oh. a song to show you. Yes, oh, you're going to hang out for the post show, right? You have to hang out for the okay. post show. Yeah. Like, is, we, it, is it the new Space Six Feet Under? Because that's fuck. rough. <laughs> oh, he knows it. <laughs> the body just hangs there. <laughs> <laughs> He fucking knows it, dude. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, I I gotta tell you guys something. No, please do. So, um, about that song. All right, my girlfriend. Um, wonderful, super supportive. Love her, but she's um a bit of a normie. We joke about it all the time, right? Um, and it was when that song was floating around TikTok, and all the metalheads were just like roasting. Um, what's his name? George Fisher. I don't know. Fucking why no? Guy that yeah. Sucks. yeah, the guy that sucks in Six Feet Under. Um, Chris Who Barnes, that's what it was. Yeah, because he was like railing on modern metal vocalists. Yeah, he was, like, yeah. He sounds like he's choking on a sand pit. It's great. Um, <laughs> but so we were driving somewhere, and I pu- pulled up that song. I was like, hey, Heather, check this out. Check out how terrible this vocalist is. And she's like... <laughs> This just sounds like everything else you listen to, and I wanted to cry. <laughs> oh, I didn't. We fixed it. We fixed it. I played um something like else for her right after, and she's like, "Oh, okay, I hear it now." But it was it was I... terrible and hilarious. That that hurt. That hurt me. Like <laughs> that's like you ow. know. Now that I think about it, now that mm-hmm. we're analyzing vocalist screams, ah. Uh. What the hell technique does Danny Davey use? Danny Davey. Yeah. From 
Cannibal Corpse. Not Cannibal Corpse. Fucking. Oh, fuck. I can't think of it right now. Let's see. Uh, Suicide and Other Comforts. Born in a Burial Gown. Oh, Danny uh, Phil. Cradle Danny of Filth. Filth? Yes, Cradle of Filth. That's it. Cradle. Yeah, Danny, Danny Filth. Filth? Yeah, what the, kind of. like? Because he has like a shrieking, like metal Mariah Carey scream. The same thing. Fuck is that? That's what everybody tries to do nowadays. Everybody tries to do, like we we watched uh uh the the oh my god the one where the guy sounds like a zombie. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Lorna Shore. <laughs> yeah, that one, Lorna Shore. We yeah. watched Lorna the Shore. Hellfire. Yeah. So every everybody has everybody wants to imitate Dan, uh, Danny Filth, but Danny Filth is one of the first original. Probably is the originator of that dual that duality of you yeah. know really deep growling and then this like really high shriek the problem is is i don't really fucking know what like his technique is because he's at he's been at it so long yeah you know like everybody well, else you can kind of analyze so yeah. i can actually i can tell you what his technique is now i ha- i know oh it's a fright it's a fry scream it is a fry yeah, yeah um he was uh are you guys familiar with melissa cross I know the name. I'm not too familiar. Okay. Yeah, the name rings some bells. Yeah. She she was one of the first like extreme metal vocal coaches. Uh she released the DVDs The Zen of Screaming. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, I know who she is. Yeah, Danny Filth was one of her students like early on in her career and she teaches the Fry Scream almost exclusively. Oh, okay. I know who she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hmm. her DVDs are frustrating though cuz she teaches you how to. Danny is that his real name? I only yeah. know his stage name. I yeah, because I always knew him as Danny Davy. I just looked up Danny Filth, and it's Danny Lloyd Davy. Oh wow! Yeah, interesting. So we were both right. <laughs> Small world. No fucking. Uh, no pork grains. But, yeah. yeah, it's really fun watching the Melissa Cross DVDs because she'll like uh, teach you regular like choir kid vocal warmups. Yeah, and then. And then it's like, okay, now hum and slow it down. And it's like, hmm, ah. Uh. And then that ah uh, becomes a scream. And then she'll bring in Danny Filth or like uh, Phil LeBonte <laughs> from All That Remains. And they just Boy, walk in the room and they're like, like <laughs> how did we get from uh, to that? Where we, where are the steps? <laughs> yeah, that's like watching like... a guitar tutorial by Buckethead. <laughs> Yeah. You know, this step. is just, and he does this fucking rocking thing when he talks. You know, like, this like, is just a regular G major scale with the seventh and third alternation. Try it out, dude. What the fuck are you doing? You gave me steps one, two, three, eleven, and twelve. Where, yeah, right. <laughs> where are the rest? Can't not play fast. You know. <laughs> fucking fucking metal apocalypse over here some death clock bullshit dude fucking right. <laughs> but like uh i guess i guess i don't i don't know because like for me fry screaming has uh it's been way oversaturated in the market and i yeah. really like no, like no offense to you but you know like we are going to be brutally honest on this show yeah, no, and for me i really miss Push, pushing breath like Jonathan Davis, like a like a Kippert from a uh, 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 you know Tool, and uh, um, what is the other one? What is the one he does? Uh, Not Tool. Maynard from Tool. Yeah. Uh, a perfect circle. A perfect and, circle. And Pussifer. 
Yeah, but a perfect a perfect circle is specifically the one I'm talking about. He pushes so much fucking breath. Like mm. it is it is impressive. Like for him to not only get that distortion, but that longevity. Yeah. And it, it, it's something I used to do on, on karaoke to to win uh, to win competitions is because I can hit that I can hit that that length and I can hit a little bit of that fry that he does, but I really miss those fucking days, and I kind of think that's why Slipknot has stayed around as long as they have, is because yeah, uh, well, Corey still has that bark, you know what I mean? He still has that that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I even, did my time, even when you know he's like mean? rapping with Tech Nine, he still is like fucking aggressive as hell, like. Yeah. Just let's all be man. real. Yeah, Corey Taylor and Slipknot is metal, but when you really just listen to how Corey Taylor does his performances, he's a rapper. Yeah, he's a like, rapper. <laughs> what, what is that? Uh, Going to take it down in the first place. Maybe it's time to table's turn because he introduced all the balls. He got the promise on the first. Like, guilty. Spit it out. Yeah, spit yeah. it out. There you go. <laughs> so uh, I, I was like, waiting. I, was like, <laughs> I know the name of this song. <laughs> so like, yeah, but he's a rapper. But at the same time, he has uh, he has that he pushes air. You yeah. know what I mean, what nobody and, talks about with Slipknot anymore because they've been like retconned as like a legit metal band as they should. But they mm-hmm. came out of the new metal scene, which was real rap metal. They're from yeah. the same like time frame and starting point as Limp Biscuit. I, I like, have yeah. such a problem with that fucking term. I hate new metal as a term. Right, but new metal. When you go back to like pre Corey Taylor Slipknot, right, with their live album that was, wow. eh, right, is not good. It's not. <laughs> it's not good. But their sound was not far off from like Sode. Yeah, definitely. You know? But then yeah. we had like you know like chill metal Corey taylor leaving stone sour behind to go fix slipknot yeah like i mean <laughs> okay so true. I, I i have i have a big problem with the term new metal right because some bands got stuck in it that never did the rap thing corn did one song one song and it was all in the family with limp biscuits fucking fred durst and it was just really them just roasting each other and talking about how they want to fuck each other yeah and then they got stuck in this rap metal thing and i'm like corn made one song you could One. make you could make the argument though that Corn has hip hop influences in different oh, parts of their music. Well, they do. Corn fucking yeah. hits in the subwoofers. Yeah, like dead bodies the, everywhere with that artificial that. Yeah, and like the way Fieldly plays bass. Like yeah. So yeah, I think they get lumped in there less for like the vocal rap element and more for like the musicality of it because they've really got that like funky groovy thing going on well yeah they're all from fucking california bakersfield specifically and you know yeah. you got monkey you got monkey who has this really cool uh uh you know dime effect fucking store brand sound that i really do love that he has made so versatile <laughs> through through a through a fuzz pedal and a seven string ibanez that he got in a pawn shop for a hundred and twelve dollars. Hell yeah! Dude. You know what I mean? Favorite corn intro ever. Like hell yeah, dude. And uh but like, I have such an issue with it because so many bands got pushed into it that into that category. Limp Biscuit, yes, absolutely, new metal, Slipknot. And past Iowa, no. They're like right, Iowa, right there at the line. Yeah, yeah. before Iowa, 
absolutely. After Iowa, no, they're metal. Like, yeah, they're they're, they're eight metal. seven oh six two one three four five. Like Corey was dropping some bars. Yeah, yeah. Like we spit need, it like, out. <laughs> there needs to be like a separate term for like the mall goth metal that gets lumped into <laughs> new metal. Like yeah. a lot of like um the hot bands topic like, t-shirt bands. Yeah, like uh coal chamber, like bands like that. Yeah, they get lumped in with new metal too, and they're they're not there's no rap elements, but they have like the same kind of like down-tuned bounce riffs as like slipknot does. It's even like, cold. Remember like, cold? What is that? Yeah. Ooh, stupid cold. girl. That was a good song. Oh my god, that, that whole album is incredible. But they're part of new metal. How? Yeah, how their their cover of "Send in the Clowns" was so fucking dark. Like, if and anything, I would have called them like pop metal. I can't even do that. They're, like some of the, some of their songs about like suicide is like really. I'm like, okay, maybe maybe we not play that on public radio. <laughs> then then you got some that were definitely correctly categorized with their metal with hip hop influences, like Mudvayne. Their yes. first song, yeah, LD50, straight up new metal. Who absolutely we'll never argue that one. And then when they Who? switched from clowns to aliens, they were pop metal. Yeah. <laughs> how did we let them get away with putting Seinfeld bass lines in metal? I don't understand how this <laughs> happened. Because everybody I love it, but who signed <laughs> off on this? I don't everybody, everybody was in the studio and they were like hey man, that's a little too fucking. That's a little bit too Seinfeld. And everybody looked around him and was like, okay, Fight me. who's going to tell him? <laughs> hey, who's going to tell him? This loot is Who's going to tell the dude dressed up as Pennywise that yeah. his baseline sucks? Hands, please. This dude is the Joker <laughs> devil. You're going to stop him? But okay, to be fair. To be fair. It was Mudvayne was the '90s. The '90s was a lawless wasteland. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, so was corn. So was yeah. biscuit. Like, '90s, yeah. early 2000s. I yeah, know, I mean, but... the '90s is when we had Ice Cube on Nickelodeon's House Party. You know, like <laughs> ice, yeah, well, ice tea and ice. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, like, like, oh god! Like, I, I just. <laughs> That's a core memory. Don't bring that up. <laughs> we were talking about that recently. Uh. God, like, like, but yeah, like I said, like, like, yeah, that we got away with it because who's gonna tell them? It's like, it's like, it's like when sometimes, uh, off the topic, what are your opinions of Megadeth seeing them this week? We'll get to them in a sec, Mike. Uh, so amazing they, uh, like, music, horrible vocals. That's uh, my opinion on Megadeth. Check back it completely. <laughs> I think, uh, when, when, like, when Slipknot, Slipknot used to record in full regalia, like, yeah. remember that they used to record in costume, they so like had again, their own kayfabe like yeah yeah so it, you know if, if you know, that you, was you, because you, of sean that was because of sean yeah because of sean yeah i, I know but like <laughs> if you heard that and it, you yeah. know the, one of the producers in the booth is like the fuck is this rap bullshit there's one guy looking at him going like you tell him. <laughs> you see you see that guy holding the beer keg and the baseball bat tell him what <laughs> See how big your balls are. <laughs> like, cause I would. That's huh? These guys look exactly like the last seven nightmares I've had. I'm not <laughs> right? telling them shit. You know what I mean, dude? Like, it's that bad. Like, like, but that's what I mean. It's the same thing with fucking Mudvayne. Like the one that when they come in like full regalia and their hair is spiked up and they're all painted up and it's like, 
fucking baseline sucks. You tell them. Yeah. They show up I'm to gonna... the fucking MTV Music Video Awards fucking bleeding bullet holes on their fucking head. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay these guys booth. aren't all there. You don't want to yeah. upset them. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm gonna stay in the fucking booth. This this glass is not bulletproof, mm. nor nor is it chairproof. So I'm gonna stay here. You go uh, in there and tell them. It's also not <laughs> we don't get part. accidental death and dismemberment coverage. So well, <laughs> hit, hit the fucking button, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> They're they're gonna play their Seinfeld bass, and it, you know what? If they want Jerry doing a routine at the end of the album, we're gonna get Jerry. <laughs> well done here. Knock for field failure. An inner gloom is wide as nine fermenting. Royal hate. <laughs> death grip in my veins. Space no, between a, a blink and a tear. Death blooms. That's, that's illegal. That? <laughs> it's illegal. Where where's where's the board Mike was talking about? Because I need to file a complaint now. <laughs> Uh, as Jerry Seinfeld, uh, Death Blooms is just is not no, good. <laughs> not good. no, no. I just turned into a Starbucks white girl. I literally can't even. <laughs> I, I broke Starbucks our guest earlier. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like Starbucks. Me. Everybody hates me. But anyways, uh, <laughs> real quick. Um, yeah, yeah. I just remembered like a behind the scenes DVD from Mudvayne because we were talking about it, and those guys do have balls. There, um. Their second big album, the the Alien one, there's yeah. a studio clip where uh, Greg, the guitarist, was sitting like in the studio with uh, their producer or whatever, and he was just playing one of the guitar riffs, just chilling, and he's like, "That's good, but it needs something." And Greg just like sits up in his chair, moves his guitar, bites his lip, and plays the exact same thing while making eye contact with the producer. <laughs> he's just like. <laughs> and the producer's like yeah that's it that's perfect <laughs> it's like, yeah. huh? he's not even wearing like makeup or anything is he's just a dude they're scary looking dudes shirt. uh was one vein named after the shrimp vein no it was named after the weird blue vein you have in your anyways so on megadeth uh megadeth has some of the best composing ever in metal uh i think however after after risk their their vocal like his vocal pattern just really fell off, and and I don't know what it was because like when you have Symphony of Destruction, when you have a uh, 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 sleep, and you have stuff like that, you know, like it's all so good. The extended yeah. guitar solos version of Master of Puppets. Um, <laughs> uh, let me see. <laughs> like Dave uh, is a hell of a guitarist. I will give him that. His band, yeah, yeah, some sound. You know, because when you hear that, you're like, fuck yeah. And then you go, you take a mortal man. Stop. These <laughs> <laughs> things like um, when you order the Joker from Wish. That's <laughs> what it sounds like. But he's a musical genius. Like He really is, uh, yeah. Just he's don't not give just him like a, a microphone. Like, and he play blue scales really badly. <laughs> Yeah, Wait. it's kind of targeted. Take, <laughs> take his microphone away, and Megadeth would be one of the. I, they still are with terrible vocals. They're one of the greatest bands ever. Oh, hell yeah, dude! I would, I, I would sit there and listen to instrumental Megadeth right? songs all day long. Like, or just like bring Rob Halford in from Judas Priest or yeah. something. Just. <laughs> I'm trying I, to remember the goddamn so song. 
it's just, just I, I, I can find it. I just don't want to play it. Right, because we'll get shut down. Like, right well, hold on. Let, let's see if you guys can recognize, like, just the, the name of the song. Hold on. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> that's not it. Nope. You know what would Please. be interesting though? Dexter yeah. Holland doing vocals for Megadeth. I would listen to that. I would Honest, give it a try. Anyone but Dave Mustaine. <laughs> <laughs> Bucket, have James I mean, Hetfield doing vocals for Megadeth. Ooh, reconcile your differences, bitch. You're all grandpas. Singers, streamers, <laughs> don't care. Just anyone other than da- Matt Heafy would be a good fit. Matt Heafy, I know that name. Uh, Trivium. Ah, yeah. Actually, yeah, that's actually a really good one. Yeah. Uh, Billy Idol. Absolutely. Billy Eilish. I don't care. Just Dude. not Dave Mustaine. Actually, you know what? That would probably be sick. That really would Billy be Eilish? Yeah. That would be interesting. No, it wouldn't I'd, be too bad, I think. I'd listen. Mm. I, I, I get, I don't care who. Adele, Britney Spears. I don't. Uh, hey, hey, we don't, we don't fuck with Adele no more. Give yeah, me T Pain. Like, I don't care. Sad. Just not Yo, Dave Mustaine. T Pain is actually a good ass singer. Though. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy. Mike Smith says Frank Valley doing Mega Death vocals. Frankie oh. Valley? Unless you got a fucking time machine. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we get why don't why don't we get Mike Smith to do Mega Death vocals? Yeah, oh, Mike Smith, send us a video. We'll post it on the Patreon for sure. Microphone Smith, let's get to it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, the name, name Mike Smith is actually short for Microphone Smithsonian. He, the the, the, the Mega Death songs he can't talk. He's he's talking about he can't sleep. Isn't that just uh, all of them? No, <laughs> God damn it. Hold on, I'll fucking find it. Yeah, but you Google like a boomer does. Are you talking about the song Insomnia? Insomnia, yes, but there's a certain remix to it. There's a certain remix to it. What an on the nose name. Yeah, because he's like, oh, a Megadeth song where you're talking about he can't sleep. I typed in Megadeth song about insomnia, and it's Insomnia by Megadeth. Yeah, but it is a remix. Yeah, but it's a remix. It's a remix to it, and it's. uh, it's a it's a weird remix to it and has is it like a of... trap remix with the kazoo kid. No, God, no. <laughs> um, but anyway, that sounds amazing. I'll take it. Let's go. I wouldn't be able to sleep if he was like, "You're my special friend." <laughs> <laughs> just imagine waking up to that. That guy's like thirty something now. So just imagine that, like, just asleep and he just still whispers in your ear, "You're my special friend." I'm just trying to smash kazoo and insomnia together as words in my head, but it's not working. Like consume no. kazumia, no. In, in some nazu. Hey, we're getting somewhere. Hmm. no. I was work. gonna. I was gonna go kazomnia. Yeah, <laughs> kazomnia. There you go. Kazumia. Kazumia. There. there you go. That's it. Kazumia. But uh, anyway, so like. After after risk after risk, uh, I don't know what it was about him. Maybe maybe he's just started suffering and getting sick. But like you know, he went from this. You take a mortal man. You know what I mean. He still had that base to it. Yeah, and put him in control. You know what I mean. Watch heads roll. And then he like, got all fucking nasally, dude. Like yeah, oh, then under. like you hear <laughs> like three years later, and it's all you take a mortal man. It, Did it, someone say chocolate? 
<laughs> it's like he only learned the first step to a fry scream. Yeah, yeah you know. Close <laughs> <laughs> your throat. <laughs> Good enough. Oh. But like, like, so like, it's weird, right? Because like, that's 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 my opinion on them. Like, they are some of the best composers, and maybe yeah. that's maybe they took that away from James and and uh, and Lars. You know, being these massive composers of just huge music, and maybe they thought maybe that's where they got it from. However, past that, past that composition, past you know putting together the music, it's really just not good. It's, yeah. it's well, really I mean, not good. It's even- fun. Even in his Metallica days, the No Life to Leather demo mm-hmm. was okay. It was okay. <laughs> it was really But weird. then the thing, the difference is, okay, I like, I'm a huge Metallica fan, not a yeah. huge Megadeth fan. But I will say, Megadeth has not turned into dad rock to the point where Metallica has. I think maybe it's because of what, what's his name, the singer believes. I think James. <laughs> no, 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 no. Megadeth. Uh, oh, Dave. Dave. Uh, I think yeah. Dave Mustaine's personal and political views have interfered with his music. Like he has, he has canceled a bunch of events because of politics and what he believes and stuff like that, and even religion aspects. So he's lost a lot of business on the on those decisions, and I do believe maybe it's that maybe it's because of that. Uh, I, we don't like to speculate. We don't like to go into that stuff. But uh, you know, we we know for a fact. You know, what I mean, through his own words, what he believes, and we know for a fact that Metallica has kind of kept that "we don't give a fuck, just pay us" thing. Yeah, and maybe that's maybe that's why the longevity has has such a dichotomy to it. Right. So. Yeah, like Megadeth has died a hero and Metallica has lived long enough to become a villain. Villain, yeah. Because <laughs> it was like, if they would have ended after Reload, perfect. But then they did the Sane Anger mistake. Oh, God, no. And then they did that one with Unforgiven 3. Oh, and uh, yeah. They kind of were like, were like, all right, they're coming back because they got Rob. He brought energy in. Um, and then they did Hardwired, and they went back to Saint Anger, but with guitar solos. Yeah, uh, that was terrible. I I liked some of Hardwired, not all of it. It was like fifty fifty for me, but there were some songs on there. I was like, yeah, this is solid thrash metal. Cool. I uh, my favorite is... thing about the Hardwired album was the second CD where it was all the live shit from the eighties. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mike just, says yeah. Megadeth has substance. Metallica has wet money. Yeah, but that also that also has has a lot to do with what you're willing to do as a musician. And we under we understand substance versus you know being corporate or selling out stuff like that. We understand that very well. However, when your personal beliefs and policies are what cause your longevity to fall, it's time to reevaluate. I, I believe. You know what I mean? It's not a it's not a hill worth dying on when you when you were once one of the most successful bands out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I that's what I believe. Again, I Well, except for the fact they were always number two to Metallica on the charts. <laughs> <laughs> I like I, I I remember I listened to all I listened to the recent Metallicas and I was I was I was not impressed. No. I, and maybe it's because of S and M. 
SM showed what those fuckers could really, really, really do. Like they sitting did down with SM, actually. Yeah, I know, and it sucked. Uh, <laughs> when when they sat down with Danny Elfman, Danny Elfman, who's tighter than a goddamn nun's butthole, and they were like, Well, we can make this work. We just gotta do this. And Danny Elfman and you know, Lars and, and fucking uh uh what's his name? James, who are also extraordinarily controlling. They came together and they did this massive concert, this mm. massive amount of music, and it sounded gorgeous. But then after that, they just went <laughs> back down to, uh, they just went back down to, you know, what I mean, like, oh, well, let's try to get back to our roots. I'm like, you God. can't get back to your roots. You're fucking billionaires, okay? They're your gone. roots. Yeah. Your roots were loser sandwiches. Does anybody remember what that is? It's a piece of bologna yeah. on your palm. That's yeah. your fucking roots. You can't yeah. go back. It's hard to go back to your roots when you have, you know, like a 40,000 square foot mansion and 19 cars and your roots was four guys and all your equipment in a Chevy panel van with your name duct taped to the side of it. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I mean, Aaron, come on, chime in on this one. Man. <laughs> I, I, I don't have anything to add. Yeah, you do. Perfect. Yeah, you do. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, that was too good. I, I don't have money yet, so I don't, I don't know. I can't speak. <laughs> He's on. still in his roots, dead man. Yeah, yeah. But that's just it. You are still founding yeah. yourself, but in, yeah. but in, but in ten fucking years, in ten fucking years, let's just say. Like, like we're, we're not going to expect a goddamn thing from you or anything or anybody else that we interview should they ever get famous. We don't give a fuck. We're just happy you did. Like, in, in 10 fucking years, if you ever sit down and go, I want to get back to my roots, and all you can think of is, oh, I was more in tune, or no, no, you weren't. You were sitting on a podcast with two brown guys. Yeah. Like, that's your, that's your fucking roots, bro. For <laughs> you to get back there, like, in 10 years, you're going to have to call one of us or message one of us and be like, hey, you're still doing that fucking podcast where one of you looks like you're sitting in a basement, even though I'm on a second floor. But yeah. <laughs> the, um, something I've I've said like my whole musical career is if I ever like blow up and get huge, one of the first things I want to do after like my first big tour is I want to come back to my small town and do a show. That's like one of the first things I want to do. And just fight everybody who said you couldn't do it. Yeah. Oh, that would be even better. No, More everyone. Down. We're down. Everyone, everyone here is really supportive. It's weird. I, so I'm in California, but it's like a. I swear to God, it's a small southern town. It's the weirdest shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we like the political sphere is weird yeah. in California right now. You but actually yeah. have like, you actually have clean water. Where yes, you yes, we do. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, though, dude. There, there may not be a lot of them, but the few that are, Grave Robber and I happily volunteer to beat the shit out of them. Hell yeah. Always down uh, for a fight. Always, but, uh, right? But uh, yeah, no. Everyone like knows me here. It's nice. The worst thing I've ever heard is like, "Oh, you just you need to move if you want to make it." I'm like, the internet's a thing. Leave me alone. Rinse cheap. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's 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 that's. I can't agree with that. I can't. I can't. I it used to be true, but no, yeah. I can't agree with that. There's but, a yeah. nine year old kid with his own Nickelodeon show. He got famous opening toys on YouTube. Like, yeah. you don't have yeah. to go to a certain place anymore. That whole go west, find fame is bullshit. Yeah. Like, uh, I live eight hours north of LA. I don't want to go there. Oh, like, you're basically in Oregon. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> Oregon's another like three or four. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like that's the worst thing I've ever heard. Everyone around here that is like really supportive and cool. Like I go to the grocery store and they're like, Oh, hey Aaron, how's the music going? You still make that screamy stuff? Like, <laughs> a bunch like of old such a wholesome like question. Yeah. That is good. It's, that is good. It's like yeah. a bunch of old boomers without teeth who are super nice. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, that's, yeah. that's great, though. That's great. And then, you know, kids I went to, like, school with t- 15 years ago, like, still live around here and listen to, the, like, come to the shows and stuff. So I would love to, you know, get big, become, like, a big deal or whatever, and then come back and just, like, do something from my town. So, and that's, like, that's awesome. That, and honestly, that's, like, that's, that's my roots. Yeah, that's not an uncommon thing. And I love it when, like, no. successful artists do that. Yeah. You know? Like, I mean, as like, much as I can't stand the guy, mainly it's because of his face. Luke Bryan does that often. Yeah. He'll go back and then play in a warehouse in his hometown for free. Yeah. Just I so mean, he can see everybody, you know? Uh, I, uh, uh, I don't like I, I don't like Luke Bryan. Every time I die in, like, Call of Duty Zombies, it's Luke Bryan's fault. Uh, he, Mike Smith says, Aaron, please don't tattoo your face. He does, He's not going to tattoo his face gonna tend to his dick Aaron. when you get famous and people start podcasts against you let me know i want to i will derail other shows too we will never be against uh, we can't find we can't find someone like mike smith like yeah (laughs) right (laughs) that's just our guy (laughs) mike it's uh, me and you against the world and, and us, and us. It's not just the white people. Come on, you got a couple. Well, of brown okay. Guys in your while, corner, while the white people are mandatory, fighting the guys. mandatory diversity here. <laughs> right. While the white okay. people are fighting, the brown guys will be commentating on it. Right. Perfect. Or you guys bring shit. the food. White people don't know how to right. cook. Okay. I can cook like a motherfucker. Yeah, like, I got you, bro. I got I you. Got it. <laughs> I like spice. I know that my culture is salt and pepper. If you're lucky, but I like spice. <laughs> oh, the, the, have you ever come to Indiana? I got you. All right, I got you. Oh yeah, I will be there. Uh, but let's super see friends it, like, unite. Super friends <laughs> with at least one brown yeah. person, so we don't get sued. Fist bump. Uh, fist bump. Yes. Wow. Virtual fist right. bump. So uh, when doing say. a fist bump, you just you don't do this, right? Huh? No. Is that weird? But the, the, are you talking about it being vertical or the fact that you shake it? Like you you, you do the bump. And then you don't pull back the fist and you just start shaking their hands like interlock your knuckles and just <laughs> yeah, like vertically, just like fist bump. I think that's like <laughs> the shake it weight of handshakes. Let's not do that. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe like that was actually a thing, bro. Shake weight. So and they let's, show uh... that dude that like obviously all he does is go to the fucking gains factory like 14 mm-hmm. hours a day. And, like he got like this doing that. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't, I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> I don't believe that for a split second. I do plenty of that, and I'm still kind of fat. So, okay. <laughs> oh. uh, so let's go ahead. What are you doing? What are you doing? What am I doing? No, I'm doing you. this. No, <laughs> man's over here, like staring at the airplanes. I, I, I'm fighting one of my. I'm fighting one of my browsers here. So uh-huh. we, I want to cover just a couple of things while, while while we got you here. Um, because okay. I think uh, before we before we play your song, we are going to debut one of his songs uh, today, and we're going to make fun of it. We're not going to make perfect. Fun of it. I'm kidding. We might make um, fun of it. We might make fun of it. Well, but let's let's I talk about this. Uh, oh. This is somebody who affected all our lives, especially our age group. We have lost Gilbert Gottfried. 
Iago. Yeah. And um, I've read uh, so much writing about him, uh, especially with uh, Penn and Teller. Penn was one of his best friends, Penn Gillette. Mm. And so I've read everything that's just been coming out about him and how he was a very wholesome person, very twisted individual, very fucked up sense of humor. And we are, we were lucky that we got him for as long as we did. When he and, came uh, out of retirement, right out of right after 9-11, because he was just like, you know what? Somebody's got to tell jokes about this. Yeah. Right. And he, <laughs> I love he the knew. concept of Gilbert Godfrey doing an audio book for Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh. Like <laughs> I will never we'll never get that now. And I am so <laughs> sad. <laughs> I am so sad because like that, like I, I don't know fuck all about Fifty Shades of Grey. I, as far as the only thing I know about it is what I've heard him read in that video. That's it. That's it. We know Uh, it's trash. That's all we need. Mike says uh, he's seen Gilbert front row in Indy. I hope he. I I hope. uh, I hope it was good. Uh, But yeah. But for for Gilbert, I mean, like we've we've done impressions of him on this show endless times. You know what I mean? Uh, And uh, I I loved listening to his his uh, his podcast. I love listening to him come on and fuck with Penn on his podcast because (laughs) uh, Penn would just loved this man and loved everything he did uh but we also have things like yeah 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 like iago you know what i mean uh the voice of the aflac duck until he told a horrible fucking joke you know uh <laughs> this guy this guy was canceled before canceled became a thing well, and uh i i i i just i am so sad that uh so we're losing so many people right now and uh we just lost uh america's dad literally fucking um and now we lost gilbert we lost betty it's a it's a shame but and it's all because (laughs) of that goddamn gorilla that fucking gorilla bro fucking harambe but ruin the timeline (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in, in honor in honor of Gilbert passing, one of my influences as far as like fucked up humor goes, I'll, I'll tell one of his favorite jokes. So there's a family sitting at a table, the little boy, uh, little girl, and the mom and dad. The, the dad's sitting there reading the paper. Uh, mom's making breakfast, and she looks at the little uh, at the little boy and says, well, "What do you want for What do you want for breakfast?" The little boy looks up at his mom and says, "I'll have the fucking waffles." <laughs> Mom beats the shit out of the kid. Dad beats the shit out of the kid. They're just wailing on him. He's crying, snot running everywhere. They send him upstairs. No fucking breakfast. He's crying to storm the whole way up there and everything else. So finally, the whole rigmarole is done with. And they look at the little girl. And they tell the little girl, well... What do you want for breakfast? And the little girl says, "Well, I certainly don't want the fucking waffles." <laughs> so there you go, there you go. If you if you ever wanted to see Pete Gilbert Gottfried, by the way, look up the Aristocrats. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, it's a good yeah. one. So. Uh, <laughs> From all of us here at VT Network, and uh, I, I believe I speak for Aaron too, Gilbert, so long and good night. Thank you. Thanks for making me laugh. 
and uh, let's just do this real quick because it is tradition. And even though we have a gift, uh, I guess we always do it. We got a new number one. And it is As It Was by Harry Styles. I couldn't care less. I still uh, don't know who the fuck Harry Styles is. <laughs> Something about a dress. That's all like, I know. Yeah. I hear his name occasionally. <laughs> like, uh, let's see. We got uh, Heat Waves by Glass Animals is number two. Big Energy by Lotto is number three. Uh, number four, Stay with Kid Lori and Justin Bieber. The Enemy by Imagine Dragons is number five. Super Gremlin by Kodak Black is number six. Ghost by Biebs is number seven. Woman by Doja Cat moves up to number eight. A B C D E F U by Gail is down number nine. And that's what I want by Little Nas X is still sticking in there. And uh, we finally have, uh, we don't talk about Bruno off the top 10. Finally. Was that uh, both versions of Bad Habits down there? I believe so. Okay. Wait. No, never mind. Uh, bummer. Just the it was like bad habits and then bad habits fitness gram pacer test. Oh no, <laughs> no, the they fitness uh, gram pacer test. They did a like alternate version with bring me the horizon. Oh, and they did, a, they did a they did a they did a it was pretty dope fitness gram pacer test one too. Oh god, that's my favorite one. And it's like my bad habits lead to fitness gram pacer test as a multi stage aerobic capacity <laughs> fitness test. And I'm like, yes, because it the, fits so good with the beat. <laughs> in the world of TikTok, I would not be surprised to see that in like the top 50 at least. Right. It's a weird I wonder, world. I wonder if there's a TikTok music list. Like a top tick a TikTok yeah, there is. Yeah. There should be. There is. There is on YouTube. Oh. Top 10 TikTok songs of April. So what we're gonna do here is I'm gonna I'm gonna that is the wrong fucking button. Where's okay, the dire go. straits? I know, right? Damn, damn it. I just that's another guitar? fucking great ass guitarist. So what we're gonna do here is I'm gonna cut out the middleman and my my software, and we're gonna go ahead and debut. Um, I don't know. I I know you I know you've played it for. Oh, this came out Wednesday, correct? Yes. Yeah, it just came out on Wednesday. So we're gonna debut this, and I'm gonna give it a like. Uh, we're gonna debut this on our show. Uh, Aaron, do you think, uh, do you feel TikTok is ruining music? That's actually a good question. Um, I, no, I, I don't. I, um, I think it's changing because technology, but that's, you know, that's just the history of music. Like the music industry and what's popular is constantly changing with the technology available. Hit songs once upon a time were 90 seconds because that's like what fit on a record. And that's why albums are still, what, 45 to 50 minutes on average? Because that was the length of a record. But now an album could be 10 hours if you want it to, or yeah. 20 minutes. Just a changing landscape. I personally love TikTok, probably because it's the platform I've had the most success on. But, uh, yeah, I think ruining is a little harsh. I think, like, everything will probably overcorrect as a society and, like, have 37 second hit songs for a couple years and then things will kind of get back in the middle and artists will do what they want. I I don't think it's ruining music because okay for 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 like for for shows like ours, right? We review music. And uh we 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 used to review music very very frequently, but then uh Warner Brothers and, and another and another company started taking our shows down. So we literally couldn't do it 
without being dmca'd and on tiktok you can do it without being dmca'd fuck we used to make funny videos grave robber and i about about producing music and about yeah. just like the struggles of going into producing music in some you know outrageous fucking scenarios and stuff like that but <laughs> most of them got taken down because we got dmca'd yeah so uh I don't feel should, TikTok is ruining music. I think it's actually helping. You know, helping. they're not that long. We should re-upload those to TikTok. Yeah, yeah, we should. Yeah, uh, yeah. What about you, uh, Grave Robber? I honestly don't think that TikTok is ruining music. I think what's happening, though, is it's giving so many people a platform to put their ideas out there yeah. that not everything is good. <laughs> but everybody... like everybody can show the effort that they're putting forth you know and for some niche communities like the weird like d auto-tuned you know fucking crazy just completely destroyed music shits people love that shit yeah but i think tiktok now there's just so much available on tiktok that you're gonna get a lot of garbage before you find yeah, let's make an Aladdin Anything reference. Worth the diamond in the rough. Because, <laughs> the diamond in the rough. Let's okay. Let's be for okay. TikTok has helped me discover a lot of music. That's where I discovered uh, Lorna Shore. That's where I discovered Chelsea Grin. That's how I discovered Halo Scene. That's how I discovered Our Last Night Band. Um, uh, Rainbow Kitty Surprise. Yep, Rainbow mm. Kitty Surprise. Whatever. That Have you is. not heard that song, Aaron? Probably. Uh uh-uh. uh I don't but, think I have. Yeah, All right, like, that's, that's, that's that's another one for the post show. Honestly, TikTok is where I'm finding a lot of actually really dope ass music. And I like music that's even in like foreign languages. So like that Russian music about get money, fuck bitches, that shit is amazing. It bumps, <laughs> it bumps in the car, you know, right. and that's where I found that fucking helicopter, helicopter, you yeah. know, like that's cool. And then like you see things like like NF, you know, NF. I NF. heard him on TikTok, yeah. but I didn't know he was an actual thing. And then I found him and I was like, this dude's actually really deep. Yeah. Um, and so Hey, it Danny's really here. Depends, depends on your algorithm, what you interact with. You know, like I'm on the the emo, big titty goth chick, depression, dark humor TikTok, and oh, it's kind Aaron's of page. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's starting to feed me more Dungeons and Dragons stuff ever since I posted the video with the D and D hashtag. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like I don't know. I wouldn't say it's ruining music, but I'd say that there's so much music that you're going to find a lot of trash. Yeah. Uh, Danny says, I think TikTok is ruining sanity, not music. Do you know how many songs get stuck in my head because of that site? Do you know how many times I have to listen to a verbal fucking tick because Grave Robert has something in his skull? <laughs> it's go not on, a tick, ahead. it's a stim. It's a stim, <laughs> whatever. Fuck you. Stim diff. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and uh, Aaron, do you want to just int- intro the song for us? Uh, yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, this is... Uh broken it's uh best way i can describe it it's an angry breakup song but to my old job that fired me for no reason nice. <laughs> uh this first song i wrote after getting fired and deciding to be a full-time musician and see what i can do so it's kind of special um and the lyric video that comes with it is pretty cool i'm real proud of it <laughs> kind of right, looks like uh, Sin I, know, City. I know i know i reached out and uh, wanted to help you with some with some visuals and stuff but it looks like you got it done without me and that's even better i so. i 
I'm planning on releasing a shit ton of music over the next year or so. So I like, and everything gets a video. So I will be in touch. I will need help. I promise. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and uh, start this up. Let me know how the audio sounds for you guys. Oh, nope. Hold on. All right. And on this plane, right? Yeah. Kind of got a corn vibe to it. Yeah. I'll take it. Fireball. I'm not gonna lie, I love it when vocalists do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, just gotta let that last little bit out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Coming up on my favorite part. Baby punching music. <laughs> right. I can definitely hear your first finger. I can totally pick up when you you're talking about corpse grinder. Oh yeah. Like that breakdown was pretty brutal. That breakdown was my attempt on writing the one of four ways. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then this last chord this is a really fun side chain. No, I love this. I love the speed, and I love how it starts to pick up. <laughs> Mike Smith. Right here. It gets a little louder, sorry. (laughs) 
fucking nice. All right. Let's go ahead and talk about it. Roast me. Go for it. (laughs) Actually, no, like like in all reality, uh Mike says, was this inspired by an Applebee's waitress who fucked up your order? No, Mike, this was inspired by Carmen. It was inspired by the interaction he had with Carmen. (laughs) (laughs) There are there are three catalysts to the existence of this song. Um, losing my job. Right. That's what the lyrics are about, being mad at them. I learned a new scale. Um, I've been like diving into music theory. I learned Phrygian Dominant. It sounds like spooky Egypt. And I was like, yeah. that that needs to be a guitar riff. And uh, I was talking to my girlfriend one day, and she's like, you should put trap drums in a metal song. And I was like, I can't do... I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> uh says he makes you want to hug his mom good go hug your mom uh in all in all honesty i know some of the feedback we gave you last time you were using you were using the uh you were using the bass drum and the guitar and the bass uh kind of in tandem right on the same beat and we kind of advised you against that because it doesn't provide a layer and i can see that you've grown from that you are now actually using more musical layers uh you know your, your bass your drums and your and your guitars are all on separate tracks and they're on separate channels rather than the to the single one you had before and that's actually really good you're screaming like i like i told you and like I, I believe in messages has become mm. much more natural and yeah. sounds a lot less like the scream fry that i kind of dislike about today's modern metal yeah um, it, it's still very much a fry scream but i've started learning how to sing a little bit um yeah. nothing good yet but i'm working on it and um there's less nasal resonance when i scream now and it just sounds a lot it's like chestier. I don't yeah, think that's a sounds word. Natural. But yeah. yeah. So thank you. I've been working on that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and I can I can tell. Like hearing your music like a year ago to hearing it now. Yeah, you've grown a lot. Uh the guitars also is also a thing I, I, I criticized in the past is to have uh, a nice higher track versus a lower track so that way they, you have a nice contrast and you took you, you took all of our all of our advice to heart. And I don't know, I don't know if it was our advice or if you've just naturally progressed uh either way though you you do have more of a corn vibe i do hear some cannibal corpse to it uh but mostly mostly i'm hearing you kind of i i'm loving the energy i'm loving the chugga 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 to it and that to me is more important than the 66 minute breakdowns that people like lana shore have you know yeah. i mean our iced earth down i like yeah it's cool for the first 30 seconds for the first minute i get it we're eight minutes into one song bro like yeah. come on like get, get the fuck on with it uh but overall like i, I like you have improved like like greatly greatly improved and uh as for anything i dislike i mean it's uh there are there are some leveling issues there are some uh some eq issues uh with your vocals uh, this microphone, I know, I know a, a lot about this microphone, and so some of the some of the vocals you need to, you do need to EQ and turn your bass up. Like this yeah. microphone has a major bass cut, and the reason I use it is because I do have a really deep voice, and like I like I said on the Friday show, the education show, a lot of the a lot of these really bigger mics don't vibe with with streaming software, so I have to use one with a deep bass cut. So uh, that's really the only thing I can say because it's all technical. As for like lyrics, as for you know, like the way you play, I like it. I like it, and I vibe to it. I vibe with it. Grave Robert, what do you think, man? Uh, if I become a professional wrestler, can I use that as my walk-in song? 
Absolutely. Fuck yeah. Because that's all I was thinking. I was like, I am getting ready to fight Randy Orton right now. Like, <laughs> <Let's do it. laughs> he's over. I hear voices in my head, and he's a proud guy. Like, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that would be my walk-in song. Hurtcha. <laughs> and the fucking blast beats would just be fucking fireworks coming out of the stage. He's a little Filipino guy, like to scare everybody. <laughs> yeah. Just play the lyric video in the background would actually yeah. be kind of dope. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> that'd be the shit, you know? Fuck yeah, dude. Come out there like blood already coming out of my face and just fuck the shit out of Randy Orton. <laughs> anyway. I don't know. I was When I hear music, I picture scenarios. So depending on what music I hear depends on what I imagine is happening. And when I heard that song, I was beating the shit out of Randy Orton. And I love Fand- it. I'm going to take that as a compliment. Definitely. <laughs> So Mike Smith um, wants to know if he can use it when he enters the bedroom of Carmen. Yes. Dude, you can now your... things are getting spicy, hey? <laughs> you can use my song for whatever you want. Nice amount of German on that one. There's a good amount of German on that one. <laughs> That's not too much? No, not too much. Uh, so uh, other than that, critically, Grave Robber, you got anything to say to, to Aaron? Uh, honestly... The one thing I really would look for um, in the next song would be the vocal EQ to the mm. music. I feel like yeah. at some points the vocals kind of did get washed out by all the music. Okay. And, and then a lot of that has to do with having that severe bass cut. Yeah. Yeah. So I, and I do like mix and master everything myself. So yeah, I'm still. Yeah. Like, yeah. But what I'm going to do oh, later, yeah, no. though, is probably play this song in my car so I can hear it on like full spectrum speakers. Ooh. Yeah. Um, you know, including you know, 350 watts worth of subwoofers just to see how those blast beats actually feel in the chest. Ugh. Well, that's why that's why I got these cans. These cans that have our studios, uh, our studio beat making cans. So like yeah. everything we do like has has a music implement to it. Uh so he says love the Aaron. We like the Aaron too. Uh, the Aaron. I'm I'm the one. You're the Aaron. The Aaron. Thank so, you sir. <laughs> just not just not the Aaron who kept trying to do a fucking pedigree on me when we were at little league practice. Oh my god, still because I punched him in the kidneys so fucking hard. <laughs> Good so, job. Uh we are nearing the end of the show. Um we are going to get to the post show. Aaron, please tell everybody where to find you or what uh, how to how to get to you, how to contact you so so on and so forth. Um so um a mortal a period m double o r t a l pun on my name um on everything um it's i am lucky and have a very unique artist name so i just kind of own the first page of google it's great <laughs> nice um but yeah i'm really easy to find thankfully um yeah a mortal on everything all right. Uh, hey, VT Network is now following a mortal on Instagram. Nice. It looks like that. Nice. Just like that, and you'll find it. <laughs> Very nice. Love it. So uh, anybody who wants to get down with some of this music and watch as he progresses, uh, please do. We're going to be here for the journey. Uh, hopefully, maybe even work with him. If he dubs us worthy enough, we're Let's good. Do it. If he doesn't, we're good with that too. 
Now, Aaron, we we do have a we do have a tradition around here, and it is our guests help us sell our Patreon. Our Patreon okay. is like us, cheap and easy. So, Ooh, yeah. uh, is it, could like you please? It's hot and ready. Hell yeah, dude! All the time. We're just not Italian. So could right. you tell? Well, could you Either tell everybody? It's fine. <laughs> I think they're from New York. I think. Uh, could you tell everybody what they get with uh, everything we offer? All right, okay. I got to make this full screen because I can't see. All right, guys. Achievement unlocked. First blood. Only a dollar a month. Come on, yeah. that's a deal. You guys, you hear Dead Man's voice. I would pay so much more than that for him to read me to sleep every night. You get a producer credit on every episode. Marlene Mental. I don't even know what Marlene Mental Minute is, but it sounds great. And it's MMM. What? What are you gonna do with that? A Marine and, Mental Minute, yeah. And a minute with DJ. Come on. The great time. Next tier, UAV, only $3 a month. Come on. Deal. Deal and a half. You get everything of the first tier, plus access to post show that releases every Wednesday, which I hear I get to be a part of. It's going to be a good be, time, guys. Yes. <laughs> and last, airstrike tier, 5 bucks a month? That's less than Netflix. Come on. It doesn't get much to be less than Netflix anymore. <laughs> Access to a movie roast, everything you get in the other ones, name read out loud at the end of every episode. I come on, dead man saying my name again. I would pay five dollars for that. You guys got to do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. These guys are great. This is a great time. All right, thank you for that very, very much. And also, if we hit like what twenty five five dollar Patreons, yes, right? If we had twenty two. Uh, no, if we had, uh, I think it is 25 or 45. I don't remember. I don't remember the goal, but yeah, one of our friends will get a tattoo of our star logo, uh, our, our, our logo, uh, grave robber. Tell them about the merch, man. We got merch. You should buy it. VT network, <laughs> redbubble.com. I do have merch. We'll take a look at it. Please, uh, in the private chat, send me the, send me the link. We'll take a look I, at it. Hell yeah. Yeah, you find that, I'll tell them about the merch. All right, so if you go to Redbubble and search VT Network, you will find this, this page right here. It doesn't look like much, but just like us, once you get below the surface, there's so much more to explore. We've got hats, desk pads, mouse pads, T-shirts, and T-shirts with no sleeves, T-shirts with long sleeves, T-shirts with long body tubes. This, I don't understand it. It's kind of like a sundress, but kind of like pajamas, but you can totally wear it to Walmart. We got sweaters, like with the hoods and stuff on them. I think the kids call them hoodies. I've always hated that term, hoodies. <laughs> it's, it's always just been hooded sweater for me. Um, okay. We got fucking stickers, okay? We've got phone skins, tablet skins, computer skins. We got photo prints, canvas prints, wall tapestry prints. We've got blankets. We've got throw pillows. We've got something called a floor pillow. I'm not exactly sure what it is. We I don't got know what backpacks. that is either. We got messenger bags. Hold on, hold on. Let's find out what the fuck this is. Okay, let's see. I don't understand. I don't know. Like Big comfy ass. Oh, pillow. it's a thirty-five by thirty-five inch pillow. Oh damn. Okay, that's that's a big pillow. That's look, yo. That's the, of it. That's the fucking like Saturday morning, you know, fruity pebbles and X Men cartoon pillow. Dude. Like, <laughs> yo, that's cool as shit. That that needs to be like your flagship piece of merch right there. That's too perfect. Oh my Floor god. Floor pillow is dope. 
I, I've just never known what a floor pillow was. I just seen now it we there. know. Yeah, yeah, it's a big we, ass pillow. You could hide like a, a body in there. Oh, uh, cut and, it up, and, and you can finance it too. Perfect. Honestly, That's with, cool. with how I woke up today, doing this show kind of feels like I just got up from a sleepover. The only thing I'm missing is a bowl of Cheerios, right? You know? Uh, yeah, but we've got all kinds of merch. We've got basically everything except contraceptives and pregnancy tests. We're working on those, but we are working on that. Brandon. Um, yeah, but shower curtains. If you ever wanted to get naked and be surrounded by us, buy a shower curtain. It's the way to do it. Yeah. You know, now get I you, yeah, get you a pillow so you can crawl into bed with the comfort of VT network every night. Just lay in there right next to you, tied up against the chest, reminding oh, you that okay. you're not alone. <laughs> Anyway, that's vtnetwork.redbubble.com. And if you buy anything that's worth like $7 or more, uh, send a screenshot of your receipt to vtnetwork84 at gmail.com and also attach a link to a video in that email uh, that you think is gross enough to make dead man puke on camera. Uh, That's our hidden perk called Disgusting the Dead Man. It's totally worth it. I almost got him when I you when did. I bought when I bought my three items and sent him three videos. I almost got him, but that's because you know he's like my best friend, and I know what really grosses him out, and I really felt bad seeing him react to it. So <laughs> it was bad, dude. It was bad. I felt Kids. really bad. <laughs> <laughs> only uh, only good smothered my wife pillows. Oh, uh, well, you know, if Carmen has the pillows to smother you with, can the shower curtains be used to get rid of Carmen? Only temporarily when you can't see her behind the curtain. If you want to get a hold of us, uh, follow us on VTN Network 2. That's the number two on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And we number are... Number two, like Megadeth. Yes. <laughs> 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 we do post daily. We do interact with everything. If you want to, get, if we want to email us, vtnetwork84 at gmail.com. If you want to be on the show, you got anything you want us to talk about or cover, especially even in our Friday shows where we educate people, hit us up. We, we answer everything. And uh, uh, and this is Aaron's store. So, Aaron, tell us about it, man. I, I just, uh, every time I make artwork for a song or anything, I just throw it on a t-shirt because I think it looks cool. <laughs> Honestly, that's about all the thought that went into it. But, uh, you know, we independent musicians are basically T-shirt salesmen with extra steps. So, <laughs> um, I, you're I not that. wrong. <laughs> I, I, it's annoying. So, it's you know, if if you like my music and you want to support me, buy a shirt. It's the uh, short of just sending me money. It's the best thing you can do. I like this design. It's mm. it's on T Public. We'll just search Amor or yeah, Amor. yeah. Go ahead and go Amor. ahead and give the full address. Uh, we gotta find it. I think it's yeah, just tpublic.com slash user slash amortal. Or you can just go to my link tree and there's a link there for it. Eh, I don't know. Link Yo, what tree, does that one look like in more. dark green? Dark green. Probably kind of weird. Oh shit. That's not bad. You guys are exploring my merch deeper than i ever have i uh i do everything on black i'm a goth kid and there it is what is a premium t-shirt i think it's just like fitted a heavyweight shirt jesus Uh, and that's the not fitted one (laughs) (laughs) that's the one that's Uh, made out of a burlap sack right though Uh, and then i'm gonna go ahead and put aaron's 
link tree in our chat. So in case you guys want to visit, please do. Uh, I like this design. I really like this design. Uh, I like. I got, I got work shirts. I got work shirts uh, that are like like dickies. If you if I, if I could have like a decal of this or like an iron on patch of that shirt, I would throw it on the back of one of mine. Like a I'm cricket sure print. We can figure that out. I can get you the artwork. That would be that would be wicked. What's fun um, about that design specifically is it kind of serves double duty. Um, I designed it or designed it. I designed it for that song. That was like my first song to kind of take off a little bit um, outside of uh, the one you found me from on TikTok. But uh, right. <laughs> I have a uh, I have a pop rock band that I'm in too called Dead Love, and that X'd Out Heart logo ended up being the band's logo too. So it's kind of a double duty symbol. Great vibe, This is your kind of. This is kind of your your vibe, right? I actually really like the ten point star thing. Yeah, mm. yeah, that one's really cool. Yeah. Which one? Uh, which one are you looking at, Grave Robber? Uh, I like this double cross. What? Oh, it's a front and back. Look at that. Oh, that's what I was reading the description, and it was like double cross front and back. What? Hold on, let's, let's soft pink, hot pink, red heather, red okay. heather. All right, sure. It's a very Rather. interesting color. Yeah, it wants to be pink so bad. Yeah, no, I actually. Oh, I like there's that. just I like fucking red, <laughs> right? Huh. Yeah, I like that design. But that on like maybe a gray shirt or something, you know. Uh, so let's see. The ten point star. I was just like, I'm gonna put a pentagram on top of another pentagram because that's super metal, <laughs> right? <laughs> Ultra I like, metal. I was like, this looks dope, so I just rolled with it. Yeah. Oh my god! Look up. Like it looks. <laughs> it it looks metal, but it also looks like the wheels on an old school Cadillac. Ooh, I like it. Oh, there you go. I love that. I love that. It's Soft metal, paint. but not threatening. <laughs> like that one t-shirt it says death metal with the rainbow and the unicorn yeah 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 you know I what love mean? that shirt <laughs> like, I, I really like this thing I would throw this on a shirt instantly hell yeah uh, but uh, that's uh, that is it for today uh, let me go ahead and start shutting all this shit down we're gonna head to the fucking post show uh, DJ I'm, I'm not surprised he didn't make it he's a jerk um <laughs> But uh, Aaron is going to hang around for the post show, and he's going to help us make fun of some shit, including right. uh, including a new Machine Gun Kelly track. Oh yeah, why? Oh, it's just as bad as the other ones. Why yeah. do you keep doing Machine Gun Kelly? Dude? Why did I agree to this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to get the fuck out of here. So uh, say good night, Great Robert. Come good on, night, DJ. Yeah. <laughs>